We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hello, everyone, and welcome into the Gilcast, the one week of the year we do it live. It's Cash Game Week. It's a national holiday here on the program. Uh, I'm Davis Maddock, of course, joined by Sammy Reed and Nate Noling. But as always, in the final regular season week of the year, the Cash Game King, uh, Peter Overzet, you're here, bud. Hear ye, hear ye. Yeah, I mean, maybe going to have to do a second run of these hoodies that say Cash Game Peasant <laughs> on it after uh, this week. But it's it's really about the friends you make along the way, right? Well, and as you know, you can't lose more than 50%. So as long as you keep martingaling your entries, then, you know, we'll be good. We'll, you, you just got to play, you got to play showdown cash for a uh, Chargers Raiders tonight. <laughs> two kickers, two defenses, and, uh, you know, Peyton Barber and Justin Jackson get it done. No problem. What would it be? How many people you think are galbraying the, the full kneel down? I'm not, I'm not gonna lie i just went and opened up the 33 dollars single entry and i was like do i hate myself enough to go two <laughs> kickers two defenses and the backup quarterbacks just to do it because if you think about it obviously the margins would be the quarterbacks would get negative rushing yards right yeah so so you'd have to play guys who literally would get zero uh to have because the the nut lineup for for the kneel down game would be just the two defenses um but I, I didn't have I didn't I didn't end up doing it. It's probably marginally plus EV to put that lineup in the the hundred thousand dollars to first contest or whatever though. Coward. It'd be like, it'd be like a three thousand way dupe if that <laughs> if that hits. Uh, I mean, yeah. So so guys, uh, we're here. The the Gilcast did take down the tilt space, which everyone, uh, if you have not listened to that yet. You can uh, you can go back and recap that. What a sweat! It 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 got sweaty for a little bit until Cooper Cup. If had Cooper Cup uh, not gone full Cooper Cup, we would have been up like eight points going into overtime, and that would have not been very fun. The thing about Cooper Cup though is that he always goes Cooper Cup. Like he failed in like zero games this entire season. He's so good. Yeah. No. Um. All right, so uh, let's let's open up the four man, whirling the whirling dervish. He uh, he laid Sammy. You laid you laid the pipe down. You played Taysom Hill, David Montgomery, Dante Foreman, Cooper Cup, Justin Jefferson, Marvin Jones, Tyler Croft, Patrick Taylor, which was just the team that we played in the the contest against 
And that's uh, right. So, so not only true. did I win us a thousand dollars, but also you guys all tasted my ass in the week. It's just, it's just so good. Like this is amazing. I'm so glad we're finishing things up like this. Yeah. Uh, and then, uh, Nate, you are going to finish second. You played Huntley instead of Taysom, which did not end up mattering. Fish. Montgomery Foreman, Taylor cup, Jefferson, Allen Robinson, instead of Marvin Jones, Cole Komet instead of, uh, uh, Tyler Croft, they so anonymous. I forgot his name in the Browns defense. <laughs> you got three played, he did. Uh, I played Huntley. So, so what I did is I play. I got to remember what I swapped up. So I played Huntley, Jonathan Taylor, Patrick Taylor, Cooper Cup, Christian Kirk, Allen Robinson, Cole Komet, and Keyshawn Vaughn, which I then swapped in the Browns defense. And Pete, you played, which is interesting because this year we didn't do any um strategy talk you you weren't in the group chat so i didn't know what you were gonna flip over you played Taysom hill jonathan taylor david montgomery cooper cup cyril grayson marvin jones brevin jordan patrick taylor and the browns defense so what i'm curious about you did you did play you did play marvin jones jr i did so what i what i'm curious about is is the lineup construction convo with the uh the tilt space and and why you felt strong enough to place a different lineup yeah, so obviously the big difference, and you guys were on uh, Jefferson with your lineup. Leone was big on Jefferson. I really just wanted to get to Taylor and Cup. Uh, yep, that was kind same. of, yeah. So <laughs> Those are my want plays, sort of. Yeah, it, <laughs> the thing was, I think I was going to get off of it um, before Patrick Taylor opened up because I was going to have to play like ESB or, you know, Zilstra, but that was going to be a gamble with the 4 PM stuff. So I think I was going to get off of it. And then the Taylor stuff opened up and I realized I could do it without a true punt wide receiver. Uh, obviously Grayson ended up being like, he should have been priced at one K, um, instead of 4,400. So that backfired, but like, ultimately I was happy with how this lineup clicked together. I, you know, Leone was keeping me from getting off of Montgomery. Cause I was like, I just don't like David Montgomery. I didn't want to play him. And then Same. everyone just kept telling me how good of a play. So I was like, fine. So once I could get all these pieces to work, um, and get cup in, in Hill and Taylor and Montgomery, I was like, fuck it. Let's just roll. I mean, that is generally, generally that is how it goes for me most Sunday mornings as well. It was, it was, um, cause if, if, you know, if anyone listened to the show that we were doing this morning, it was sort of stressful cause I'm like trying to make my team at the same time that I'm making this team with these two guys. And I mean, obviously, you know, in the, uh, wow, the, the Rams just lost to the 49ers. Did they? Like, yeah. Uh, Stafford, Stafford threw an interception, trying to, oh, trying, dude, that's, that's awesome. Trying I, I live in 49ers country. So my friends are pumped. <laughs> trying to well they were trying to get my lineup there they were trying to give odell beckham a uh a touchdown to uh to make sure that my lineup got across the finish line never and, gonna happen uh, it didn't quite get there so the the i mean obviously the thing that we did correctly in in hindsight in the the guilt the tilt space lineup was playing justin jefferson instead of jonathan taylor which really I mean, what the fuck? What the fuck, Indianapolis? How is John, how do you lose? Like, to first off, this is an all-time chocopotamus moment for the Colts and Carson Wentz. Like, they should, they should, Carson Wentz should get cut. Like, it was so bad. But I have to give credit to Nate Noling because he was the one that was on this lineup construction. Nate, you were the one that really got us. It wasn't something I was really considering is getting Jefferson and coming. Yeah, I, I didn't consider it for a second. 
until yeah, I thought Kirk up. was like such a good play that it was like, oh yeah, we just lock him into the wide receiver too, and we build around that. What what kind of got you there? Because that's that's what really made the difference for us in the one K, and then and then ended up making the difference for me and Cash also. Yeah, I mean, for me, I think it starts with obviously I love Jefferson in a vacuum, um, and I think the reasons why we talked about on the on the on the pre pre lock show, but. Um, the running back value this week, I felt so good about that. The, it was really the two V2s that put me on the Jefferson side of things because I felt really, really good about Foreman and about Montgomery and their workload. And I just thought getting up to Taylor and sacrificing Montgomery or Foreman was not worth whatever receiver I was going to put in at that point uh, and, and getting off of Jefferson. And I think obviously the Foreman and Montgomery thing didn't like smash the Taylor's players like where they should have i in my opinion like montgomery uh, and foreman and so bad bro like so bad i mean these guys the volume they had th- this should have been 20 plus for both of them so it didn't really work out but ultimately my theory was just the thesis of the play was just the running back value is so strong like you can play jefferson you can play cup and fade taylor and be okay so yeah the taylor the uh the patrick taylor thing really was was the key to getting us both cup and Jefferson. Cause I don't think yeah, I, there, I was, built there, that was, team until, there was no way there was, there was no way to do it without, without Patrick Taylor or a $3,000 wide receiver, the, the equinemia St. Brown play, which never, never materialized. How insane is it in week 18 in the crazy COVID year of our Lord that we couldn't get like one three K wide receiver who projected it's, decently. It's awful. <laughs> it's all aw- like we couldn't get, we couldn't get, you know, we couldn't get Isaiah McKenzie even for, for 4.6 targets. Like there was just nothing. It was, it was, I mean, I was looking at all sorts of guys. Like I was trying to talk myself into one point, uh, you know, Brandon Zilstra opening up, opening up the entire slate. It's like, well, he did play 71% of the snaps the week before he went on the COVID list. <laughs> And their other guy, Shy Smith, was on the COVID list. So I was like, oh, Zilstra, baby. Robbie Anderson's not going to play. That was the other thing that was uh, pressing me because th- we had two potential late things, one of which would have been because James Conner was coming into this game with a uh, heel injury. And I I was pretty convinced that if James Conner didn't play, that Eno Benjamin was like the, the stone-cold smash. I, I wonder did a, did another run back even get a touch in this game? I mean, Eno, ben Eno would have been seven carries, yeah. So Eno would have been the guy. He would have been the better version of the Taylor play because he would have played the whole fucking game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean the 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 I you know we don't talk about GPPs on this show. This is cash game week, but uh, if there were bros who ran Patrick Taylor really heavy, they they got trucked today. What can you do? Well, well, I mean, no running back, no running back really damaged you. Yeah, I wasn't considering Patrick Taylor before we got on the show this morning. So I know <laughs> you got lucky, dude. I mean, but yeah, I mean, I did. But then I <laughs> <laughs> just run good. You know what I mean? It's you know, it's all good. But like, I also ran. I also ran like super bad today because like Foreman ran super bad to not get there. Marvin Jones yeah. was just part of the bonus, and Taysom Hill was on his way to a smash. Like, Taysom Hill was was going to get it. Yeah, Liz Liz Frank injury for Taysom Hill. So does that mean Trevor Simeon is starting a playoff game? Is that where we're at? No, they no, the Niners won. Because the, the 49ers won. Okay, yeah. well, thank God. Yeah, no, it's – but, but like, 
we Nate and I or Davis and I stand pretty hard against Nate that that uh Taysom was better than Taysom was better than Huntley. I feel pretty justified in that. Um he was awful, dude. Huntley, like, look, I like Huntley and I think he can I don't know, like some team should trade like a fourth round pick for him or whatever, but he was awful. And this was a this was just like the classic, like obviously this game was gonna be disgusting between the Ravens but, and the Steelers. But that's exactly like what set up well for Huntley and his skill set. Like this is no, what the, was running. Happen, the, the pocket was gonna fall apart and he would have to run and he didn't get the bonus. He didn't get the hundred yards, but he was close. And it was, it was those plays where the pocket falls apart and there's, but you gotta, you gotta add two touchdowns in there. And I didn't know if there were two touchdowns available and, and, there, were and there were not. And you also <laughs> have to understand that TJ Watt is going after the all time. <laughs> okay. I, I cannot abide by this. You had to be worried that TJ Watt was going to wreck his, wreck his day. Pete, we realized, we realized after lock that part of Sammy's anti- Huntley bias was like fed into this narrative that the Steelers were like really juiced up today because one of their players was going <laughs> for a sack record for a sack record, a this 22 like, and a half. It was a half sack record. It was a 22 and a half. I Sammy had this take that we had no idea. I wish he would have said it. Cause it would have made me feel even more confident. You, you know what? My biggest regret about the tilt space Gilcast head to head beef was that I didn't hang out in the Gilcast group chat all week. Yeah. You didn't like really I get did the live. full experience. It's also because I, I used to have my iMessages on my iMac. And so then I could just converse with you guys, but then I switched to a PC. So now I only have that iMessage group chat on my laptop and I never check it anymore. And then I was like, oh shit, I'm probably missing out on hot Gilcast conversation this week. I, I, what, think, what? I think if we release the transcripts of the group chat, we could we could sell it for money. Like put it <laughs> yeah. on. people would pay like $4.99 for it. Honestly though, I... If it wasn't for the Taylor thing, we would have been screwed today. We had I I did not feel good about any of our builds up until up until I got the coach. well. We we would have had Christian Kirk, I think, who sucked. Yeah, and I probably would have had Kyler. No, dude, I think we would have played Tyler Croft. I I seriously think when we would have got on the Zoom call, I think we would have been like, let's play Tyler Croft and let's play. Keyshawn Vaughn and it, it would and we probably would have played um Jonathan Taylor. I, I was not I was not playing Keyshawn Vaughn. I wasn't playing Vaughn either. You guys are fish, bro. You're a fish. I, I maybe would have played Michelle. I mean, I or Connor. Ugh. I don't know. I would not have played Vaughn. Vaughn was like the maybe was, fifth or sixth running back for me. It was really hard to parse out all the six K running backs. Michelle, Singletary, Connor, uh Foreman. I guess Demont was like a, a step above that, but like I thought it was pretty hard to figure out which of those guys we were gonna play. All right, yeah, take I us like into the lab. Take us into the lab, Pete. What was the what was the the tilt space lineup construction? Yeah, uh, we need to know. space we need like to know. we need we need to know because we didn't get to see behind the curtain. Yeah, so I mean, I I basically knew I was gonna be playing JT in mine, uh, and so then when Leone was pounding the table for Jefferson, I was like, and I got the thesis of it. It made complete sense with the with the value at at running back. I just, I mean, you can't go into cash game week and not just play the best plays. I mean, isn't that what you're supposed to do? Well, so. it is, but you're also supposed <laughs> yeah. to play the most value. You know what and, I mean? You got yeah, you got to understand the landscape of the slate. You got to feel out where the pockets of value are and. You well, know. trust me, Sammy. I had sorted for value on like 16 different sites, and it was just Cyril Grayson, Cyril <laughs> Grayson, Cyril Grayson. It is ironic too that I had exposure to like six or seven running backs across, uh, or five or six running backs across my two head-to-heads there, 
And it was the ones that I didn't play. I mean, like Foreman should have been a smash, Singletary smash, Gibson smash. I stared at Singletary and Gibson in the Blitz Optima all week, and I was like, nah, I think I'm good, dog. <laughs> I, 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 I didn't want to play Singletary. His last touchdown is what ended up giving me the blade. Uh, despite, despite having, this is, this is one of the better swaps I've ever done. Cause I realized I was behind with, with Huntley and you know, you only played Huntley so you could swap later. I think subconsciously. No, I only played, I only played Huntley, um, because I couldn't make, I, cause I couldn't find a cheaper wide receiver than Allen Robinson where I should have just played <laughs> Keelan Cole who was in the shell this morning. Keelan Cole was in the shell this morning. Keelan Cole got there was so frustrating. Davis, you didn't realize you were behind. You start from a mental state of being behind. You build planning on losing. Yeah, mental, yes. mentally weak. Mental weakness. You got to be so like I me and Sammy and go into these afternoon games and go. Not having a clue what's going on. We've already played the best place. So I swapped Cup, Kirk, and Keyshawn Vaughn to Tyler Lockett, Odell Beckham, and Alvin Kamara. And buddy, it was so close. Odell catches a pass on the Rams' first play from scrimmage, and I'm just like, buddy, I'm rich. Tyler Lockett, 43 yard touchdown, rich. Alvin Kamara has 60 yards rushing at the end of the first quarter, and I'm just like, I'm counting the Sklansky bucks. And uh, Lockett did score again, but didn't get the bonus. Kamara got the rushing bonus, but never scored a touchdown. Like it, it was so close to being uh, to the. The, the Tyreek Hill swap that I made in week one, because obviously it was the best swap I've ever made in my life. Um, <laughs> but Wait, what, how many points did he put up that week? He's dragging ever since. He's just like, I got to have a swap. He, like the dopamine that's going through Davis. Honestly, Davis, games. you would have been more profitable if you would have lost week one and that was swap, just, and you wouldn't have chased I, I don't think that's true. Year, I, year. I don't think I had any swap this year where if I would have stayed, I would have kept the smash. I think yeah, it was. I, I, think I, it, I don't think it's true either. Like I, I definitely yeah. think that Davis was the king of swaps this year. Nate, I just took mine out to the the trash this morning. It's, I, yeah, I. It's mentally weak because I have to like find a place to throw it out. Like you can't just take it down into the dumpster. It like you have to recycle. Do you it live somewhere. in? Do you live in apartments? Yeah. Oh, tough and we realized out, this morning that we like we can't just like or a couple days ago that we can't bro, just like out, out here in suburbia they just come and pick it up for you yeah yeah you just put it out on tuesday morning or whatever they come get it i was i was i was out in my backyard axe in mine you know <laughs> yeah I, not, I, not, not like an, axe, an accident and a half but it if you work. think i own an axe you are uh sorely mistaken <laughs> dude I own, I own an axe what you gonna do no. Yeah, and axed it, and then saw the rest. Anyway, Nate, it, you live oh. you live in the Great White North, and Sammy is from from uh, like liberal California, and he's yeah, we're out so working soft you, bro. Out here. Like, <laughs> you it's wild. Pete, is your Christmas tree still up? It actually is. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I always put it up late. Like I think it was a year or two ago. We we just like, forgot like to put it up, and then just didn't put it up. Uh, so now you got to milk it. I think you get it through January. It's still cold out. It's snowing. The ambiance is there. I'm on Team Nate with this Christmas tree stuff, dude. It's like negative twenty out. It's still it's still cold. Where do you live, Nate? Minnesota. Okay. Oh, Nate, don't you, you have an, you do, do you have an HOA or like a, a property management group that takes care of these trees for you? I gotta email them and see what we we're supposed to do. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Nate's got to Nate's got to retie it on the back uh, on the top of his car and drive it back to where he <laughs> bought it from. <laughs> uh, 
First so, year getting a real tree. I don't know what we're gonna do. So Pete, who is in the who is in the driver's seat for the tilt space? Who 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 was who was saying like this is what we're playing? Leo, well, how much, Leone, how, how much should Holka care? How much should Holka care? Holka cared. Yeah, he cared. No, I, I, um, I, don't, I don't believe that. I think Holka just like smashes GPPs. Yeah, yeah Holka's just here. Holka, Holka, he was just along for the ride. Yeah. yeah. Uh, no, he, Holka cared. And uh, I mean, the main thing was really just debating. Like, I really wanted to, like, I had floated getting off of Montgomery for Foreman. Just because I was like, I don't want to pay sixty eight hundred for for David Montgomery and Leone. I I said, am I a fish for not wanting we, to play Montgomery? We, we had the same conversation. Yes. I didn't want to play. I didn't want to play David Montgomery. Either. It seems like you and me were at lockstep uh, this week, Davis, and that was not yeah. the right side of history. <laughs> well, I wasn't gonna play. I was not gonna play Cyril Grayson, uh, who is not a football player. I mean, he's a he's a track <laughs> star. Well, so. here's the other thing too, and this is this honestly probably was my biggest leak because we had two of our tilt space head-to-heads so we were talking through the swaps and stuff and i ended up only getting i swapped one of my hundred dollar head-to-heads like from the Taysom cyril cup to it fit perfect for kyler kirk and metcalf and i probably should have done that on on more of them did you end up you you global swapped right on all your shit yes yeah because i, I yeah. the because i i thought dead, so, davis i i it's hard to say because probably against Huntley teams I wasn't, but was a guy was I going to go through a, like two hundred head to heads and go individually identify which guys had Huntley and which didn't? Davis, you were dead, dead. Yeah, no, yeah, dude. No, your team, your team was no. Dead. That is that is not accurate. It was such a low scoring slate. Like you were like twenty five points below the cash line at the afternoon lock. No, I wasn't. No, I was not. That is not true because I played uh, because you didn't play Marvin Jones. Patrick Taylor, you Patrick played Taylor, Jonathan Taylor. Patrick Taylor played was Jefferson. Nineteen percent owned though, and he scored more points than David Montgomery, who I didn't play. He scored more points than Foreman, who I didn't play, and there was another early running back bust who I didn't play. And pa- so Patrick Taylor outscored all these busts, which is why Dude, you, you didn't you didn't play Jefferson or. Um, David Montgomery. Montgomery. No, Davis, you were like twenty points below the cash line at the lock. You were dead. That is, that is not true. But I was definitely behind. I was definitely behind, and so I knew that I needed to swap. And the maybe the smarter thing would have been to have like maybe even a different swap against Huntley teams, like Debo over Cup or whatever against Huntley teams. But I wasn't doing all that. I just global swap. Peter. Um. What? Sorry, what did you ask? I pulled a Davis and got distracted. <laughs> I just thought you were. I just thought you were like. Uh, I thought you were starstruck getting to see the the bickering between. The yes. No. I mean, the only thing I get to hold over you for being a fish was not playing Marvin Jones. That's the only one uh, one up I got on you. I, and honestly, Sammy, I have to ask seriously: Did you get on Marvin Jones because of Marvin Jones, or was it you didn't want incentive. three bears? No, it was like, the incentive. Guarantee no, it was, was the incentive. Was, Sammy hates. He was playing. a lock for four catches, right, Sammy? Stone lock, stone <laughs> motherfucking lock. Like, look, it was a little bit of both, right? It was that I didn't want to play Allen Robinson because all of a sudden, and and commit because then all of a sudden you have three bears in a lineup headed by Andy Dalton. And it's like, no, that's just, that's a way to burn your money on fire. And so it's like, okay, well, who else is in that range? 
well, it's Marvin Jones Jr. who's the guy, right? And that was it. There was it was like there was no one else playable. There was like Donovan Peoples Jones, and that was it. Right. And and he's got the incentive. He's got the incentive. Like it just made too much sense. And and the fact that you guys didn't see this is just like, man, how'd you not get there? Like we decided on it. We figured it out two minutes before lock in the in the one yeah. K. And no, that's you are you are you are hundred you are a hundred percent correct. Uh because line. Andy Dalton threw fifty times today and Alan Robinson had two catches for 20 yards. <laughs> like he's he's dust whatever happened it's over it's like he drank from the wrong holy grail or whatever but he is he's like an 85 year old man out there now it's over like whatever the list of guys who were more involved on offense today than Alan Robinson is like really impressive like yeah, I, don't don't even even I don't even want to pull the air yards data I'm so like <laughs> <laughs> I, so I haven't even hey, run the script. Hey, I, have, I normally like run the script. Cannot eat on Whopper. You know this. this he, not, he's a Whopper Junior now. It's not. <laughs> it's not the number one Whopper on the menu anymore. <laughs> so, Pete, you didn't even you didn't even play an entry in the spy. No, legit. Only legit. Cash. Just cash game week. Legit only. I I I mean I guess if I played it every week I would do the thing too but I spent like between and you guys did your call and stuff too like how would you have had time to one make your own cash game lineup to make your gilcast group cash game lineup and build good gpp teams and that's me every week just with tournament teams trying to build three lineups four lineups with those guys and build my own all after inactives it's fucking stressful well it's 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 really easy uh pete you just don't make good tournament lineups that's how i do it right not a problem kind of how we all do it yeah none of us have hey no do not lump me in i've been i was very close to to binking the red zone twice this year yeah just just a couple of three v threes away, and Davis is there. No, I was like, I was like one. Le- I was the one week. It was just Leonard Fournette's fat ass not being able to catch a touchdown that was in his hands away <laughs> from the bonk. I I played. I, would you would you be in, intrigued to know that in the hundred k to first spy, Josh Allen was five percent owned this week? Seriously. <laughs> Think, what what was the winning? What was the winning tournament lineup? Like I don't, I don't even know. Let's let's let's, let's go see because I have was, no idea. It was wild. No... The lineups that won, I looked briefly, and it was like different QBs in each of the top ten teams. This it was, is there wasn't one team. This is the lineup that won the uh, 100k to first spy. Yeah, Tom Brady, Tom Brady, single stacked with Gronk, no bring back. Devin Singletary, Antonio Gibson at running back, Tyler Lockett, Darnell Mooney, Marvin Jones, AJ Green, Dolphins defense. Uh, at what did uh, AJ Green finish with? Six like, points. He, he oh, it didn't, okay. just didn't matter. Yeah, wow. the thesis of the play was what it got you to. Yeah, it was, it was one of those weeks. I mean, did, was Danny Amendola in in the Millie Maker winner, or or was he literally not even played enough to matter? That's a good. That I I'll, I'll go look at it right now. What do we think? Do we think be, that Danny I bet Amendola he was, was sub one percent in the millie? Danny Amendola was sub, not sub in, not in the millie maker winning lineup. Two two seventeen won the millie maker wow. this week. That has to be like the lowest on the year. And the the play that did it was a point two percent owned uh, two touchdown game from Juwan Jennings. As really? the as the Rams bring back, it was a Stafford double. Obviously, the season was going to end with Cooper Cup winning someone a million dollars. Like there was That's no way that wasn't happening. Yeah, for sure, for sure. I mean, if you, yeah, the, 
the fantasy playoff MVPs, and I guess it doesn't really extend to week 18, but what Rashad Penny and Amon Ross St. Brown did over these past three weeks was just absolutely insane. It I was, didn't play Amon Ross St. Brown one time Will they have equal ADPs next year, like middle of the fifth round? Well, Penny's a free agent, right? So they're they're give, they're throwing the bag at him though. He's oh, yeah. Penny's going in Carol. the top three rounds next year. Car- Carol is going to give some of his salary to to Penny. Rashad. Penny Carol is might go, not have a salary next year. Penny's going where Najee Harris just went. <laughs> oh my god! I'm just I'm just put or Cam Akers. No. Has, Cam Akers had 600 yards. Cam Akers had 600 he, yards and four touchdowns a year ago, and he was a first round pick. I mean, people were slobbering over Chris Carson, and he's still settled in the fourth. True, that's true. Yeah, and Chris Carson is bad. Najee was Chris, like a... Chris Carson has <laughs> never had a run in his life like Rashad Penny just had. Yeah, what Penny Penny's gonna go high. No, you're right. He'll he'll go into the third round in high stakes leagues. So, so I'm Pete, a... Pete as a cash game grinder. The last half hour before lock, what was like? How much of your research this week? played into the last got thrown out the window yeah Yeah. well i'll show you i could tell too there was there's a misconception because on tuesday i did say samaje p ryan was the free square a lot of people found that tweet (laughs) and were replying to it not understanding that i meant free play for my shell on tuesday for the Um, shell you know he was 10 percent owned in in 50 in double ups you moved the needle needle, pete dude people are bad I, I will open. I, I will open up the massive fifty dollars double up right now, and I will. I will tell you guys just how owned he was. No, holy shit, that can't be true. Um, uh, but honestly, massive, I go ahead, Pete. I didn't. I knew I there were like no joke. The plays I knew were just locked in. I was like, I know I'm going to play Taysom, and I knew I was going to play Browns D, and then I knew I was going to play Cooper Cup. Like those were the three I knew for sure for most of the week. And then everything else, I was like, give me something at inactives. Just like give me something. I felt the same way the whole week too. Did you consider Huntley at all? I did, but uh, Cardi got me excited about the dome boner. Then Kevin Roth was, you know, sending me stuff about the wind in Pittsburgh. And it just seemed like it wasn't worth the necessary risk there. If they were close, just like break ties in favor of the dome there. So I, I felt pretty comfortable then just locking in Taysom. I had said with Leone when we were building, like if that, what was it? $400 difference. If that really was needed 500, that I would be fine coming off of it. But uh, I really wanted Taysom. Yeah. I felt, I felt the exact same way. Samaj P Ryan in the massive $25 double up was 9.7% owned more than Keyshawn Vaughn. More than Antonio Gibson, more than Sony Michelle, more than Alvin Kamara, more than Rashad Penny. Buddy, there is still an edge. See, you gotta get in these half game streets, man. The rake, I mean, the rake, the rake got paid one by me and then by everyone else who played so much for you. <laughs> well, the thing is, is everyone, it was, it, what was it last year? Was it week 16 or week 17 when Mixon sat and Samaje just smashed? Smashed. Yeah. yeah. And Geo, Geo still got work or not Tracy Williams. Yeah. It was Evans who had, or no, you're right. Geo Geo had a good game last year. Um, they, they like, yeah, they like yeah. both smash and Piran was, but I, I did. I said that on the swole cast. I said they Piran's like part of their team. They don't want to, they, they don't want to use him in this game. 
That's how I thought the Packers would feel about AJ Dillon, but no. Yeah. AJ Dillon, AJ Dillon getting carries when Jordan Love was in was was extremely tilting. <laughs> so yeah, we, we we ran good with Patrick Taylor, buddy. We we got to yeah. throw that one out there. I, I want to ask Nate and Sammy a question. I want to talk about the Donta Foreman play. He's a guy I've really enjoyed playing in tournaments this year. I like him a lot. When my cash brain kicked in, I was like, matchup's good. You know, the touches are good. You know, team needs to win. They're motivated. But like, what if he gets game scripted out? Is he going to catch passes? Is is he just going to be dust in that area? And so I got ultimately a little spooked on it. What gave you the conviction to use Foreman, even though he wasn't going to project for much pass work? Honestly, it was the McNichols cut. Yeah. Like that, that made me feel really confident because, you know, they, they'd been using McNichols some and he'd been getting, he'd been getting work. And all of a sudden it was like, okay, I realize in any spot you have the risk of getting game scripted out, right? Favorites lose, um, especially like division on the road. But at the end of the day, like Tennessee is an extremely well coached team. I thought they were going to come in and, and they were going to bring it and they would be ahead most of the game. And, you know, Foreman has just really been a beast. And I, I just, you know, I, I felt good that he'd get 20 carries in this game. So. And he did. And, yeah, yeah, same. I mean, I, I, I actually thought Hilliard worked in more than I expected. Like, looking yeah. back on it, I probably was overconfident at Locke from what I should have been. Like, I don't think the McNichols thing actually changed, moved the needle as much as I thought it did. Like, looking back, I was probably overconfident in Foreman because Hilliard still had plenty of, I, I mean, I don't, I didn't pull the data, but uh, Hilliard was Hill, Hilliard got worked in more than Le'Veon Bell, who you guys were so fucking worried about with Keyshawn Vaughn. Le'Veon, Le'Veon Bell got a touchdown, bro. He got like, he got four touches. How many? How many did did Keyshawn Vaughn get? Uh, fourteen. I wasn't playing Keyshawn Vaughn here. Yeah, yeah. No. I mean, and I will say, you got. I mean, when we when we started sweating earlier and watching Dante Four, I mean. I thought it was going to be the quickest coffin ever. I mean, Dante Foreman that could have had three. He, looks, he, looks so, like he literally he walked into the end zone. He literally walked into the freaking end zone. And because of defensive lineman who's in there blocking, I was so tilted. I literally cut away from red zone because I saw the touchdown. I was like, oh, he walked in. And Sammy you said, hit called back. the absolute, like looking at his point total, you hit the absolute worst possible outcome if you run that game like that. Same with, same with Demont though. I mean, Demont literally Demont had 20. Would, yeah. Demont literally had 20 rushing. Nah, losers, losers, stick losers, losers, stay losers. David Montgomery gets 25 touches and nine points all the time. It's what he does. Yeah, when you're running projections, you basically just have to bump his efficiency down to like 2.4 per carry. I already have that. I already have Demont projected for like 2.4 yards per carry, and he still averages out. Anything with Demont is just like if he gets five yards on a run, like that's just cherry on top. He already is going to hit value based on the volume. It, this this David Monk this David Montgomery uh, uh, game log stuff is like the reverse of Rashad Penny. It's like he's going on this run <laughs> of like all this work. He's got he's got twenty carries for seventy two yards, twenty two carries for sixty four yards, twenty one for forty five, eighteen for sixty, twenty one for ninety. His last hundred yard game came in week four. I mean. He, he's so fat and slow <laughs> like <laughs> dude do you know what's so tilting david like we go all summer just fade the shit out of david montgomery in season long in high stakes and then in immediately no, no and then dfs rolls around and i just fucking fade him as chalk every single week fade 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 then week 18 rolls around <laughs> it's finally my turn to get in on some of this david montgomery goodness 
and then he fucking does what I know what he is. David Montgomery is who we thought he was. He's a fucking 9.9 dust ball snowflake in my lineup. And these these dust ball snowflakes, I I caught on to the David Montgomery is a workhorse trend before Nate did, and I played him against I don't know, someone terrible. I think Baltimore. I played yeah, him but against. You like, but you like played him again uh, over somebody good. Yeah, there. Davis. That was. I'm sure I did. Sometimes I'm it's sure a you got more of wrong. a feel. Sometimes it's a little more of a feel game. <laughs> My boy's right. It's a little bit more of an art, buddy. Well, <laughs> I wish. I wish that I. I wish. Also, I just uh, another thing in retrospect. Isn't it weird that we were all rushing in to jam Jonathan Taylor when Alvin Kamara was right there with Mark Mark Ingram, probably not playing for a thousand dollars cheaper? Is that is that something that we should have considered? Before it was late swap time. Is this Davis yeah, setting himself for his own victory lap chair? No, it didn't even work. It didn't even work. Isn't it something we all should have been considering, but only one of us did? <laughs> no, I didn't consider him at all. I didn't consider him all pre-lock. I played Jonathan Taylor, who sucks. Yeah, I mean, I, I think Davis I hit enlightenment after lock. It wasn't before. I didn't even, I, I literally did not consider for Alvin Kamara for a second until Jonathan Taylor had already submarined me. The thing I is, mean, in, in the 2021 season, the players of the season, obviously Amon Ra and Penny here in the playoffs, <laughs> but it was Jonathan Taylor and Cooper Cup. Cooper Cup, right? yeah. No, you're right. Sometimes it's that simple. Would you say, I think what your Kamara was analogous, Kamara was to Taylor as Jefferson was to Cup was on the slate. Is that your take? Yeah. Yeah. yeah like, I think it's like a Cup, fair take. Cup was like a, uh, like, I mean, dollars per point, we had... ETR did and DR had Justin Jefferson better. And we had Kamara for almost uh, the same points per dollar. But they also, I've been projecting Jonathan Taylor with like a nine and a half percent target share, which is like what his season average is. But it's not been what they've been doing with him at all, actually. Like if, if like yeah, 4%, the last, the last six weeks has been bad. Like 4% target share is maybe even a little bit better. So I don't know. Yeah. That, that, that it's really, I mean, one of the reasons why it didn't go to Jonathan Taylor is it's just like, man, he's, he's just not catching the passes. And obviously he could go for 180 and three. Like I thought that was squarely in the range, but. David, yeah. I can't like get, I mean, your team without this swap. I That's what I'm saying. Davis, you were literally 20 points below the cash line. I don't know what you're saying of like, you didn't need to swap. You swapped <laughs> to Tyler Lockett. Who got twenty seven points? Sir, you still are ten points below. The sir, against against Huntley teams, you you were not listening to me, which obviously I'm never doing. I'm never I I never once in my life have gone through all my like five dollar head to heads. Been like, okay, I'll swap this one and not like, I'll leave that for Leone. Like that's much more of like an accounting thing. Like Leone would like find joy in that and like running the Sims and being like, all right, I'm gonna swap in this head to head, but not in this one. <laughs> I fucking hate cash caves. This is so fucking <laughs> stupid. <laughs> it's just the thing is, is it's so time, it's so time and and mental energy intensive for something that uh, is basically flipping a coin against a stranger. You know, but it at is, the end it of is. the year, that ten percent ROI piece <laughs> is so good. Yeah, when, when you run it through eighteen weeks. Of, of of little Sklansky bucks, Pete. At the end, you end, you end up with a whole bunch of money. It's great. The issue is it's uh, 100% ROI for my opponents uh, this week is what it appears to be. Pete, but here's the thing. I bet I bet you didn't think of this until right now. 
this is you giving back to your community. You can it you is. can market you can market this as giving back to the people who support the deposit kingdom. I did. Twenty one was a tough year for your for your people, and you just wanted to start twenty twenty two with yeah. a little bit of gifting. Yeah, I've been very fortunate, and um, it is a tax write off. You know, just trying to get my my DraftKings tax liability down real quick to start well, the year. Well, you're yeah, you're starting you're starting out like you bought yourself like your first bank. You're gonna be like, all right, I don't even that's I don't even have to like yeah. we're all good. Exactly. So no, it, it is nice to give back to the community and I appreciate them watching and being so active and stuff. And like the least I could do is give them some soft action and a head to head. <laughs> well, I just, uh, I just updated my spreadsheet with, uh, today's numbers. And after getting, after getting fairly smoked today, I'm down to a 6.8, 6. 6.84% ROI. On That's the year a stable coin, baby. I mean, my, I would have just been better off buying a fucking cartoon picture of a cat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you're Davis, still, you got to you got to also include the crowns though. Yeah, the DJ That's true. That's true. That's true. And 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 I even I even emailed uh uh the the DK rep that I know and was like, you know, this new crown system. I'm actually like going to be about twenty thousand crowns short of the the diamond tier. Like. Can you guys just go ahead and bump me up? Like I'm a good soldier for DraftKings, and they did. Did they really? <laughs> I'm sure they love you saying I'm that sure publicly they love you too. Saying that on the air. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's fired up there. Davis is going to open up a DraftKings account tomorrow and realize he got bumped back down. Oh well, buddy. So we got to take the victories where we can get them. My my DK rep is not going to be happy with me because we've been doing the rake free tournament. You know, four hundred man. It's been filling up. Um, I asked him to do a, a rake free double up this week, and it did not <laughs> fill up. <laughs> <laughs> Nate, were you in my rake free double? No, I didn't know there was a rake free. Come double on, up. Nate, yeah. that was built for you. I didn't know either. I I didn't, Pete. I didn't enter any. Normally, Dude, I do. Like, that's down my lane. I love finding those. I know. Well, normally I threaten, so I keep it for like in the show notes and then discord. And then if it doesn't fill, I threaten to take it to Twitter, but I was too distracted arguing with, you know, Leone about Don, Don Foreman. <laughs> David Don Foreman. Foreman. That I forgot to tweet it out. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Welcome to cash games, Pete. Yeah. It's, wait, or do you guys play like next week? You know, wild card rider. You guys gonna play fucking, fucking cash? They fucking ruined it, man. They, they moved yeah, one. Of, they, they moved one of the games to Monday, so it's only gonna be two game slates and then a one oh, game slate. Yeah. Wait, is divisional so is round it. gonna be like that too? Or are they gonna do a? No, full... it's only wild card weekend. Okay. Yeah. Here, uh, this I'll is probably you... it for me. I probably will play very little cash games. Yeah. Oh, now we're gonna be showdown bros from here. It's on gonna out. be yeah. so. So next weekend it is. Uh oh no! I'll probably play cash for the three gamer on Sunday. They'll, they'll probably get my there. Well, I don't know. Is is Pittsburgh playing? Uh, it's it's not. I don't see that yet. I, I don't wow. think it's. I don't think wow. it's announced yet. But the there's two games on Saturday, three games on Sunday, and one game on Monday. But obviously the the nuts was the four gamer on Sunday. Yeah, to be nice. That was fun. It's tough. Are we are we gonna do the go cast anymore, or is this it? No, we we should still do it, right? Well, your guys' pre Super Bowl show that's a legendary episode. The Sammy IDP props. Oh yeah, I'm, I've been, <laughs> I mean, I've been, we, I've been grinding already. Like I'm already, I'm ready. We to go. will, yeah, we season. will, we will definitely do the the pre Super Bowl show. Did you um, Did you guys see Jordan Brooks had 16 tackles today no, for no. Seattle with Bobby Wagner out? No, Sammy, no one saw that, buddy. Sammy, did you the the one the one year when they had defensive players in showdown? Did you get rich that year 
was no. that was that what you bought all your Bitcoin with? <laughs> <laughs> no, I wish. Missed opportunity. Peter, do you know that the only reason these two chuckleheads even bought crypto to begin with is because they're friends with me? I mean, <laughs> and now, and now Nate, Nate is like the biggest in, in our private chat. Nate is like the biggest BTC maxi in the world. Like Nate is basically Pierre Rochard. I was gonna say, <laughs> is it? Do you only eat steak? Yes, you, yes, you, you, actually, you dude. Yeah. You think you're joking, but like Nate is that guy. <laughs> <laughs> no, Nate, Nate's, into, Nate's into privacy coins, bro. I'm also I do have some privacy coins, but yeah, I'm 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 a carnivore. Uh, yeah, I'm full, I'm full on. <laughs> Tell me what you think about NFTs, Nate. I, I have some top shots, but that is the DTC maxi of of uh, NFTs right there. Dude, the the top shot haters are furious. It just continues to be. They just continue to to build on top of the system. The a Tyler Hero hate? that I that I listed like a year ago finally sold today. Dude, a rising business star is, Tyler business Hero. Business is booming, buddy. Business is booming. I haven't checked. Uh, I, I need I need Zion Williamson to get unfat. So. <laughs> <laughs> Zion Williamson needs to get into Bitcoin and go on that carnivore diet. Yeah. I, I, Peter and I co-own a Zion, and I messaged him and Karain about listing it like like two months ago, probably when it started to peak up again a little bit before it became clear that Zion was a fat load. And I bet the low, I bet the low ask on that from the time I messaged you, I bet it's down like $3,000. It's gotta be. My Are biggest... you, Pete, do you, do you follow the NBA at all because of top shot now? Or is it, is it, is it mostly an investment vehicle at this point? Uh, it's definitely hasn't been an investment vehicle. Uh... <laughs> Tax loss harvesting vehicle. <laughs> um i it's yeah it's i mean maybe now that uh nfl's winding down i'll uh i'll pay a little bit more attention i enjoy the playoffs but yeah i just i have like a completist kind of mindset sometimes so i i just don't have it in me i think i would legit play nba dfs if they had a single lock with no no late swap dude no you would you think nfl cash games no no, you just you didn't hear me. You didn't hear my caveat. If there wasn't late swap, if everyone had a universal, you, you, lock. it literally would be unplayable this year. What do you mean? It, like because... if you think if you, if you think COVID and stuff is bad in the NFL, it is like beyond unbelievable. No, like I, the, like I know it is, but everyone's lineup would lock at the exact same time. But the amount of zeros you would lock in on a nightly basis, you would you would take. If, I mean, FanDuel used to do this like four seasons ago. FanDuel did this. And you dropped everyone your lowest. Off. You, yeah, everyone got pissed off, but you dropped your lowest score. So if you took a zero, didn't matter. But our family time went through the roof. Our family <laughs> we were smelling the roses. Well, Pete's, but, Pete's buddy Aguiar. I wonder if he ever regrets that tweet. Probably not. <laughs> <laughs> He's too rich. He's too no, rich. Aguiar's he doesn't too care. Rich. He, doesn't, he doesn't care. <laughs> just eating. Did I tell you food. I bumped into him when I was in New York? Yeah, is he a fan no. of the show? Uh, I don't think he was familiar with the show. I don't think <laughs> he, he was did. familiar. He, he didn't get the bit. <laughs> <laughs> no, he was he was living life though, man. He was having a great time. Uh, well, I mean, do we do we want to get out of here? Are we good? Yeah, dude, we're not going to talk about our our tournament lineups that Pete didn't play. Oh, sure. I mean, uh, I I, I just went I just went through mine. I played a five percent on Josh Allen. He didn't do shit. Stephon Diggs got like seventeen points. He didn't do shit. I did. I. I, my heart wasn't in it. As Pete said, my heart was not, my heart was not, it was cash game week. How about this? Sammy meet Megan, Megan meet Sammy. <laughs> <I> mean, <what? laughs> 
Hey, Megan. Hey. How you doing? Jesus. Do you, you want to hang out? I mean, come on. Coming in so hot here. Jeez, we have guests on our channel. Yeah, they don't know what we're about. Come on. This is how Sammy gets on all the alpha plays. This is how you ship. This is, that's how you play. That sounds like someone who's salty. They didn't play Marvin Jones. Yeah. <laughs> sorry, Megan. Sorry for the L this week. Yeah, no, sorry was, about Alan Robinson, Megan. <laughs> that reminded me. I think people uh, were posting in the chat last year. Cash game week was the Marvin Jones explosion. Explosion. Game. But we played Lavisca. We we played Visca and didn't Marv go for like wasn't it yeah, forty five or something? I, I think he had, I probably think he played had, Marvin. <laughs> I probably played Marvin and you fools probably played Visca. No, I, I think you I think you lost in cash game week last year, Nate. I actually won in cash game week last yeah, year. Eight, yeah, eight, eight, eight for eight for 180 and two for Marvin Jones last year Dude. in cash game week. Oh, buddy, oh, buddy. Pull up the bankroll. I didn't, even, I didn't even think about that. Like, <laughs> but when... Pete LaVisca, do you remember he scored that, that bullshit touchdown? Yes. He, I mean, all of his like, touchdowns it, are bullshit, but it, bo it bounced off of someone's helmet and he <laughs> <Yeah>. caught it. Is it three career touchdowns that he has or is it fewer? Uh, I think three sounds right. Cause he's at zero for the year. Yeah. Oh, he had, he had five last year. Uh, weirdly enough, 58 receptions last year, 58 this year, zero touchdowns. Oh, so, the, uh, so, it's, so it's kind of a DJ Moore situation. Yeah. He he's gonna be like he's gonna be this year's Meikle, where he's so much cheaper than where he was last year that we talk ourselves Martingale. into it. And then he just and then he birds us again. So then so so the that that goes then LaBisca will then be like 12th, 13th round this year. Yeah. And then he'll be 18th round next year. So in my experience, the move on the is Patterson trajectory. <laughs> I hope so. The move is to skip the 12th, 13th round when he, he gives you nothing. The yeah. move is to to wait until next year where I'm going to be able to take McCall Hardman in the 18th round every time on underdog. Easy game. Michael Hardman in the 18th. I'm, I'm, I'm still sprinkling in a little Michael in my playoff best balls, you know. Why wouldn't you? you? Do it. I mean, if Marvin smashes every year in, in cash game week. Oh, wait, best ball ends a week early, right? Yeah. Ah, damn. Damn. It's a tough scene. What are you going to do? Uh, I, I also played a Josh Allen stack. I don't want to talk about it. Screw it. Yeah, Nate. Nate, what did we all do Josh Allen stacks? We all have loser Josh Allen. No, I had a better loser. Uh, I had uh, Jimmy Garoppolo, Debo Samuel, George Kittle stack with a Tyler Didn't... Higby bring back. Ooh, wow, so you're rich. That's actually kind of no, sexy. Uh, Garoppolo. Jennings in there and you're good. Well, I also because played. Debo threw one of the touchdowns. Yeah. So he tucked his quarterback. <laughs> Yeah, and uh, Kittle put up a uh, snowflake six. Davis, do you have Kittle any ten reception yards? Davis, do you want to offer an apology to Russell Gage? I remember some slanderous tweets about him this off. Dude, season. Russell Gage has been. Um, Yo, dude, remember the, remember the week? Was it just me that played him in cash when he got zero targets? It was just yeah, me, right? it was just yes. it was just and like you. since that point, he's been like wide receiver four. I mean, it's just so like so, so. The thing about Russell Gage is. Calvin Ridley's going to get traded or whatever. Russell Gage is going to be going like uh, in like the sixth round of of uh, the underdog drafts next year, and I will just tell you all that you can enjoy that. <laughs> I hope you guys have a great time. I mean, the sixth round, the sixth round of underdog next year is going to be like wide receiver forty eight. Sammy, he'll he'll be the yeah he'll be he'll be like the Jarvis Landry price this year. Yep. Now I'll have none of that. 
Where's he's gonna Tom win. Who's really gonna go? Jets. <laughs> Give him a big fat contract. He can go play he, with Zach Wilson. He probably drops. He's probably like a fourth rounder, right? When no, I'm saying like team. Who's he oh, playing what team? For next year? He's like 33 years old, so. Calvin Ridley. That's a, that's he a road was, of his joke. Old, no, yeah. no, no one even, no one even understands that joke, but he is actually kind of old. No, uh, Calvin Ridley is just odd because he's so small. Like he's, he's yeah, got he's super like, skinny. Yeah. It's a weird archetype, like body archetype to be. He's going to be, he is going to be, he is going to be 28 though. That's yeah. Insane. But nobody, I mean, no matter where he goes, like nobody will trust him not to dip out in the middle of the year anyway. So like his, his price will not be high. Yeah, he will I, be. I he will be cheap. Yeah. All right, who wins the Super Bowl, Sammy? Pittsburgh Steelers. <laughs> Terrible take. Are you even happy that they made the playoffs? No. Does that even bring no. you joy? No, I'm not. I mean, okay, okay. The last vestiges of my like fandom did like I felt something in my gut when as they as they were winning in his in his last game had a drive in overtime and converting fourth downs against against the arch rival Baltimore Ravens in their house to put the Steelers in the playoffs. Like, I, I definitely did feel something emotional there. I, I'll be honest. So he's going to listen to a Mike Tomlin press conference as he goes to sleep oh, tonight? I can't, I can't wait. Yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to inject it into my veins. Like Nate, you, so you really bad. think it's the Bills over the Chiefs? I do. I, I think the Bills, D, I think the Bills, like, have actually figured something out the way that they can just move the ball offensively. And I think their defense is strong enough. I think overall the bills are the best team. You guys it's, it's the Tennessee Titans. Probably. It is not no, the freaking Tennessee Titans. No. Sammy. There's the no King is, the David Kitchen is not here. Ye. David Derrick Henry coming off the IR. The King you know what's really coached and their defensive line is a complete beast. Like, and they have home field. Davis, you also know what's happening, and we're going to be talking about the FFPC playoff challenge coming up. But now that JT isn't available for the Boomers, I mean, Derrick Henry's going to be mega owned. Oh, you love to see it, and we're we're just gonna we're just gonna rake in a a nine for one eighty two and one from AJ Brown in a in a Titans close playoff loss. Yeah, you love Um, to see it. I I I don't know. I I kind of like the Packers. I think if I were to take a NFC team. So it's gonna be the Chiefs, guys. Like, what are we doing? I, I, pending, pending that Tyreek and Travis Kelsey both got hurt on Saturday. So pending there, the Chiefs are me, bro. I just what you the, all think the Chiefs are like the Patriots, but if they had Patrick Mahomes, which is a pretty good team. I'm surprised nobody said Cowboys. I, I if it's not the Bills, I think it's, it's not the Cowboys. Let me put that on the record right now. They are gonna go into Lambo and get their asses whooped. So bad, it's gonna be embarrassing for everyone involved. No, if it's not the Bills, it's the Cowboys. What? What if? What if Zeke gets hurt and it's oh like Super Bowl favorites, immediate yeah. Super Bowl favorites. <laughs> there, uh, if you guys follow Cowboy stats, he does this. Uh, I don't. Oh, I thought you meant in general, like the concept. Do you <laughs> no, follow no, Cowboy this, stats? No, this it's actually a good <laughs> Twitter account. <laughs> He he has this thing. He he tracks Zeke's negative EPA in the games that the Cowboys lose, and basically it's like almost universal that if Zeke just was on the sideline and wasn't given a single carry, the EPA would add up that the Cowboys should have won every game. Like it's just it's just like because every Zeke play is like close to negative point five EPA. It's that bad. I believe it. I believe it. Well, look forward to the drafts next year because because he got his thousand yards. So he has that nice thousand yard looking stat. He's got 10 touchdowns. People are going to be like, Hey, 
Zeke, still, Zeke? Still John, John Daigle, John Daigle's already writing his content for, for <laughs> next <laughs> season. <laughs> uh, Pete, let's get out of here, bud. Yeah, uh, I appreciate you guys having me on the Gilcast, an annual tradition. Congratulations again, you, the better the better team won. You guys put out a great squad, and um, <laughs> you know I have to. I have a long time. I have what. 365 days to kind of reevaluate my cash game shell. You know, I talked a lot about mental shell this week. I think, I think my mental shell wasn't where it needed to be guys. And uh, I got to work on that. Well, you know, we're, our, our thoughts will be with you and, and, you know, next year we don't have to play. Maybe, maybe we'll find another podcast to play against. Maybe, <laughs> maybe there's like another entity out there that way you can get, you can get in the group chat maybe. Yeah, I know. I, I do. I mean, part of what made cash game week so special is the camaraderie. And I, I do feel that I, um, I missed out on that and that's on me guys. I shouldn't have let that, you know, come between our group chat. Well, it's, been big, it's been a big year for you, Pete. You've grown a lot. You made a lot of connections, influenced a lot of people. And I understand you're spread pretty thin these days. So yeah. I should have gone into the group chat and influenced you guys to play some AJP, Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> Might have worked on me. I still that is a Davis play. Yeah. You went Derek to the University Carvey. of Oklahoma. <laughs> Have you ever, if you've never seen the video of Samaj P. Ryan getting engaged, he used a magician to propose to his girlfriend. It's a very, it's a very good video. I highly recommend it. Um, I did those Derek Cardi DMs, you know, cause I was DMing him cause he came on my show on Friday, but to get like Sunday before lock DMs from Derek Cardi asking me my, I was like, this no, it's because you entered in, you entered into, dude, you were in the secret lineup group. Like Cardi's a part of the secret lineup group, so like it's 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 a chain. Yeah. Um, and you were you were in it this week, so of course Cardi would reach out to you. You know what? Levy didn't reach out to me, though. I think he Levy he Levy been. never reaches out, <laughs> never reaches out pre-lock. Le- Levitan <laughs> never reaches out pre-lock. If you get anything from Levitan, it comes through Wiggins. Yeah, it's uh haven't made it into that circle of trust yet. And rightfully so. <laughs> <laughs> they don't they don't like bits those guys they're too busy <laughs> they're too busy uh dude they're too busy uh posting up uh amon ross st brown like uh player props to, to no game. it this was, was all fair levitan became king gpp bro which was like literally my bit so i could become the cash game king for a week all is fair and love and war he said he said he hoped that you lost every cent every penny. <laughs> <laughs> And buddy, he got his wish. <laughs> the funny thing is, is he wrote that tweet as if he doesn't remember me doing this entire bit last year, doing the same exact thing. I'm sure he thing. doesn't. I guarantee he doesn't. I guarantee Levitan's awareness of your programming is such that he, th- he thought it was brand new. <laughs> this year he couldn't escape it. Um, all right, land the plane, Davis. All right, everyone, Gilcast, thanks for listening. We will, uh, maybe, we maybe be back next week if we if we feel like it.